Hey there, welcome back to the show. Today I have a special guest with us and we are going to be talking about our faith and our personal health because that's why we're all here. It is a true desire we all have in our hearts and we are going to be talking to Julie Redmond. She is the host of the Well-Planned Mama podcast and she is going to help us find precious minutes for our health and for our souls. Let's go. Welcome to Reps and Redemption. What would your life look like if you started to prioritize your health and your faith? Have you been up late at night Googling healthy grocery lists, upper body workouts, or quiet time with God ideas? Hey there, I'm Ashley Harvey, college athlete, Jesus follower, now wife and stay-at-home mom of three daughters. In this podcast, you will be motivated to build your physical strength, increase in biblical wisdom, and utilize tactical health tips. If you're ready to be a part of a like-minded community of moms who want to be bold in their faith and live well, you're in the right place. Grab an iced coffee or a Celsius and head to the gym. Let's dive in. Hey there, everyone. Thank you so much for coming back to Reps and Redemption. I have a special guest with us today. I know I mentioned her in the intro. Julie, hi. How are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you? Good. Thank you so much. I I know I gave you like a little pre-introduction in the beginning, but can you introduce yourself to the audience and tell us a little bit about what you do and where you're at? Yeah, for sure. So, Again, my name is Julie and I am a wife and a mom of twins. I have boy, girl, eight-year-old twins right now, um, good age. And so, yeah, just the whole journey of motherhood just sort of necessitated this need to be kind of in routines and productive and figure out how to survive mom mom life. So yeah, I'm on that journey, helping everyone make mom life easier. That's, that's my thing. So, um, and I'm a fellow East coast, uh, with you, but a little further North in Maryland. So yeah. Okay. So that, that is awesome. I'm a twin as well. Um, so yay, twin power. And (laughs) I'm so, I know, right. Like, are they close? Are your two twin? Are they close? Or are they kind of in the fighting stage. Cause don't worry. Like I was in a huge fighting yeah. stage with my twin sister. So, yeah. and now I we're best like friends. That's always good to hear, right? Like the yep. light <laughs> end of the tunnel. Cause we were definitely in the fighting zone, but they're also really cute and have each other's back. So yeah, it's good. That's awesome. So you bring a little, this is a different kind of interview because your specialty is routines and productivity and Honestly, like I love this stuff because I'm that person that's done bullet journaling or planning or list making or used Trello or Asana or, you know, I've bought things off Etsy. And I love that you're here with us today because a lot of listeners that listen to this show in particular, their main goal is to be healthier, live a healthier lifestyle and find time to not only fuel their body and their health, but to build their faith. So we need, <laughs> we need time for those things that want, to, we want to be a better wife and a better mom and just all around, just a woman that is 
excellent in the sense of, yes, we're not perfect, but we're striving in that direction as stay at home moms, most of us and, or work at home, work from home moms. And so I wanted to start with a couple of questions and I know you drafted some of them and I think that they are great questions. So the first question is like, how, like, how do we figure out our daily non-negotiables and then working those into our day? And I know you kind of got some expertise in this area. So what do you think? Yeah. And just to kind of take a step back first to really be like, the whole angle is to make mom life simple and feel easier. And we tend to overcomplicate everything. (laughs) So that's where just this whole approach of like, okay, things are crazy. We want to be better wives and moms and following Jesus and all of that. And how do we do it all? And so it's just, let's make it real simple. <laughs> let's start with the non-negotiables. So that is my favorite way to figure out what that is, is think about when you get to the end of the day, what do you feel grumpy about? Mm. Like when you it's the end, it doesn't matter what your day looked like. There's something like what is upsetting. So that could be, you could have done a ton of things today and like crushed your productivity. And yet you still feel a little bit off at the end of the day. And you're like, what is wrong with me? And you realize like, oh, I didn't get my workout in today. Mm. And, or I never got that morning coffee or I never got that conversation with a friend or whatever it may be. And that's how you figure out what those non-negotiables are. It's the things you're grumpy about at the end of the day, if you never got them done. So that's where that's where we start to figure out when you're planning your day, what do you prioritize? You're going to prioritize those things. So in figuring out when to do them, so you've, say you've got your list of like, you want to have your workout, your Bible study time, your coffee, whatever it may be. You kind of list out those few things and then just kind of get out a piece of paper. I encourage you guys to get out your paper and pen or whatever you want to take with notes and write those down and figure out what makes the most sense of when to do them. Mm. So most likely that that coffee's happening in the morning, but be flexible with figuring out you may always do your workout first thing in the morning, but maybe you get interrupted a lot and you're frustrated and it never goes the way you want. Maybe you need to try a workout during nap time or a nighttime workout after the kids are in bed or be willing to like play with it till you find your sweet spot. And that may change. It may work really well in one part of your day for a while. Mm -hmm. And then if it's not working anymore, it's okay. Change it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, I love that because life is, I mean, is it not seasonal and we're not going to have, you know, I'm not going to have a one-year-old forever. Eventually she's going to be two and three, (laughs) same thing with my now 20 year old. And in the second trimester, I'm not going to be pregnant forever. (laughs) And I think it's, I love what you said because <clears throat> you said, you know, what do you feel grumpy about and ask why, and then ask when. So, and I want dear listeners, I want you to apply this not to your role as a wife or a mom, because those are important. Those, those are, you know, should definitely be filled. And I guarantee most of us meet those to the best of our ability. Yeah. We might drop the ball in a lot of ways, but I want you to apply this to you and your personal desires and goals of 
what you wanted to, did you want to read? I don't know. I like World War II fiction. <laughs> Not that I enjoy, you know, what really happened, but, you know, if it's fulfilling to me and it gives me a little break from the, the actual productivity, mm-hmm. but I'm grumpy because I didn't get that time. Obviously for me and a lot of us, it's exercise and working out. So we ask why, and then we ask when, and we fill in the gaps of when could we possibly do these two or three things. And if you find yourself feeling, I mean, would you agree, Julie, like more, I don't want to say resentful, but I'll say it resentful or, you know, grumpy, like you said, while you're going through the day, I think it's kind of a red flag of that we aren't taking care of ourselves and making daily non-negotiables. It's not a long list. I'm saying carefully pick one to three or or just start with one and then build upon that. Would you agree? Yes, for sure. Yeah, it's definitely very short list and that it's that whole self-awareness. I'm big on self-awareness and it's that piece of those red flags to realize like, hey, if you're resenting your kids interrupting your workout or resenting you didn't get your time reading your book, like, okay, what can we change to make that happen? It's important, clearly. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. And be grumpy. (laughs) <laughs> right. And I, and I don't believe that that is the picture we want our kids to see or anyone really. And I don't, I don't believe exactly. we, even if we get to that place, I know I've been there. Like, I don't want to live like that, <laughs> you know, maybe. Right. So I think that brings us to num- our, the second question is it kind of answers the second question kind of answers the, you answered it in the first, but we can still talk about it, but how to figure out what what we should get done each day. And that's, I kind of, I guess one and two are kind of interchangeable. Like this, these are the things are like family things that we need to get done, you know, in our marriage with our kids, I homeschool, things like that. And then, like you said, self-awareness of what do we need to be fulfilled in our roles and be the best we can be. What would you say to, you know, figuring out, because we talked about working them in to the day, but how do we know, like, what should we do? Like, should we make a list? Because you do the productivity stuff and you've made a couple of things that help women do this. So what would be the most helpful to figure out what we should get done every day? Yeah. And that's, so one thing I wanted to say about the should there is the things that we obviously just like need to do on a daily basis, but I want you to be careful. I have this thing I call the should test. And so if you find yourself saying, Oh, I should really do this. I should really do that. I need to do this to stop and question. Is that something you really need to do for your own, like (sighs) feeling good and productive, or is it something someone else has kind of said that you think like you have to do, you should do like this stigma that we right. all buy into of like, oh, I should do the really fun, perfect, like Pinterest lunch for my kids. Well, should you like, I don't know. Do you, do you really need to do that? <laughs> it's 2.30 at this point. Like, <laughs> go for it. But So the first thing is just to check your shoulds. Like, so the step is you basically make a brain dump list of all the tasks. And really, I say, even think about it in a week kind of basis or in a few days. And then you go through there and be aware of those should things of like, did you commit to something out of obligation or 
did you really want to do it? Um, but to go through and then assign those to certain days of the week, like the whole thing is flexibility. Cause I feel like if you only approach it in one day and you're mm-hmm. going to want to write down like 20 things that you need to do today and you're yeah. not gonna all done and then you're going to feel bad and you're going to be like, I can't do this. <laughs> so just make your big list. And then it's just an evolving thing of like, all right, I'm going to try and do these things tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And if something doesn't happen, you bump it to the next day or you do something from the next day today type of thing. Like just be flexible and fill mm. things in like that. No, I really like that. So I, I, in case you didn't get that, that's check your shoulds. And mm. I love how you said be flexible, be flexible, because I think it also applies to when we're trying to build I'm really a huge proponent for strength training and getting stronger Mm -hmm. and lifting heavier and getting to a place where like, it's okay to say, look, I'm not where I want to be, but I'm going to, I'm going to go there and I'm going to work hard towards it. And I think it kind of, you can take the same picture of, you know, full body workouts are great. And if you're, if you only have one or two days to work out or you're working out in your living room and it's body weight, if it's a body weight, full body workout, I think it's fantastic. But if you're trying to lift really heavy and build strength, you need so much time. Like it would take me probably an hour and a half at the gym to do it all right. Like we're talking about now, like you said, do 20 things in in one you know day, we're going to be exhausted. Like I just don't <clears throat> like have that kind of time <laughs> at the moment. <laughs> and um, you know, more power to the power lifters out there who do, or who can make it happen. I think that's phenomenal. And maybe one day I'll be there, maybe not, <laughs> but it, it wouldn't make sense for me unless it's like no weights. I'm using my body and I can boom head to toe, like a circuit. I can get it done in 30 minutes. But if we're putting, yeah. if we're using plates, if we're using heavy dumbbells, like it, it's, it just takes so much time to focus on what you should get done in one day. And if your kids only last, like my one-year-old, she doesn't love the kids club right now. So I got about 30, 45 (laughs) minutes, you know, and I like how you said that, you know, check your shoulds and make like a weekly list. And I think it applies to our health as well. Like what you might not be able to eat the most nutritious food, you know, every single day, and have everything prepped and work out for an hour every day. Like, but what are your non-negotiables? And this definitely, I think we can apply to our marriage, like date night with husband, like non-negotiable computers off phones away, or maybe it's several nights for you, depending on your marriage and your relationship. And then our kids, like my non-negotiables are one-on-one time and homeschooling. And then I you have your personal. So would you even suggest mm-hmm. like maybe making like a, a list of rows where it's like, you know, spiritual, relational, <laughs> family, and like personal with, do you think that would be helpful? Yeah, I think it depends on the person. So what is going to make you feel overwhelmed and what is going to motivate you? So that's where you have to do a self-check. Like, will that feel like too much to like accomplish and do, or will that feel like really good that you have direction in each of those and you can make. So I I would probably start with maybe a couple and like, 
add in or like try it out and see how it feels. Mm. Um, but definitely having those. And I even say like, I have a monthly printable or whatever, where you can have goals and just have a focus for the month. So maybe you do all those things, but in February, your focus is really on those fitness, non-negotiables that kind of takes the top. And in Mm. March, like marriage is kind of the top out of those. Like you give each one a little bit more, a little bit Um, extra. (laughs) Yeah. Cause otherwise you'll sit there, you'll have 20 minutes and you'll be like, Oh, what do I do? And I've like five categories of important things. And so it can be hard to pick. So that's really where you just have to choose what's going to work for you. I think that'd be super helpful for some. So at least like you can see all the options, what your priorities Mm -hmm. are, and then choose which category you want to focus on. No, that's brilliant. I love that. And I like the focus goals too, because I've tried to do that with the week, like the main focus of the week. And it actually is really helpful and it makes everything look a little bit smaller and not so like, not so daunting, I guess. And, and all the other things seem actually a little bit easier. So that is, that's really good. So that's number two. Okay. So we're going to go to, okay. Building routines for high priorities. So let's say that, you know, we have, I have a couple of listeners who are dealing with chronic pain, a lot, you know, several that they just want more time. I mean, I do too. And, you know, so I think for, for a lot of these listeners that their high priority is prioritizing their health and their faith. So Mm -hmm. how do we build routines for, you know, if, if you can pick one or pick both, but if it was our faith or prioritizing our health, how would you suggest as a planning mama, how to start building routines for these high priorities? Yeah. And I think health, there's a lot of factors. So in some ways I feel like choosing the more nutrition side of it or the more like fitness side of it to focus on. So say if like nutrition side is what you're going to focus on, um, meal planning, like I'm not a meal prepper, but I live and die by my meal plans. (laughs) Um, they are flexible, but like to maybe choose if you're struggling with meal planning and you want to work on that, then having that maybe be your routine is like, okay, every Saturday I'm going to do my meal plans and I do my shopping on Sunday or whatever, like start to pick, do it by a day. Like, okay, I know I'm not going to stress about meal planning because I know Saturday is my day to figure that out and kind of work it that way. Um, or like if movement, just more movement in your day is a goal, make your kids a part of that. They're the best accountability partners. Um, maybe like the bedtime routine is doing a physical activity. Like you do a dance party, before bed every night or like a yoga stretching thing, or even just like tossing a ball around the room, just some sort of movement. And you just kind of build it into like your family routine of this is part of the bedtime routine or whatever. So just find either specific days or specific times, like other activities you always do and just associate something in there. And like, for me, my um, Bible study time is when I have breakfast, like my kids, are in school. And so they're, they get on the bus, I get my breakfast and I do my Bible study then. And that's just the (laughs) non-negotiable. Like I've just associated those two things together. And so, yeah, there's times where you can multitask and 
yeah. it'll work. Um, and audio Bible is great. Um, if you're really struggling to sit down, like don't have the excuse of like, Oh, I just can't ever get this Bible study in. Cause I can't sit down, like pop in some earbuds and listen to the word while you're doing dishes or like while your kids are doing something like you can definitely find ways to work those things in. So if they're important, you can find a way. I yeah. love that because it's true. Like if, if it's important, it, it, and I think too, we, we struggle with this as moms that we think that we have to do it all and do it all now. And mm-hmm. yes. that's not necessarily true. And I think <laughs> a lot of our spouses would be like, well, why are you doing that? Like I would have taken a break. <laughs> like, <Yeah. just laughs> relax. And I think it says something too, when it, when we do, when we are still, and it is very challenging for me to be still. So, mm-hmm. but I do, I do believe that God is specific about being still and, and, you know, like the whole day, <laughs> right. I mean, like, let's relax a little bit and, you know, that's actually, you know, giving him more, you know, un- not giving him more control because he is in control. The Lord is in control, but releasing our desire and our need for mm-hmm. control, which if we build these routines that these are, you know, it's habits that build routines, right? So if we're already doing these right. things and we're just adding one thing in, it's going to help us make those high priority items to us, you know, and for our lives happen. And I can't, cannot remember who told me this, but they said, you know, it, it's so important for your kids to see mom and dad, but mom, you know, you're home unless the kids are up when the dad is up, but it's so important for the kids to see their mom reading the Bible, even if it's just Mm -hmm. for a few minutes, even if chaos is happening all around you, it's just like, mommy will handle it in a few minutes. Let mom, you know, and it's very challenging Mm -hmm. because, you know, pre kids or BC before children, um, we, you know, I had, that's what I call it. Like I had all the time in the world to sit yeah. and, you know, like, mm-hmm. you know, sit two hours, time like was coffee, yours. Yeah. three cups of coffee. It's extra hot. Like it's, you know, it's all good. It worked, it worked well then, but that's not the season that I'm in anymore. So you have to take it, yes. you know, as it comes. And I love how you said that if it is important, we will make it happen. And I do believe that everyone who listens to the show <laughs> finds their faith in the Lord and their health very important. So start building mm-hmm. small routines that include habits that you're already doing. And that is going to help yeah. you a lot. And we are on the, I feel like Julie and I can keep talking, but our zoom is going to shut down soon. So we gotta, we gotta (laughs) pick it up a little bit. So number four is, I know, right. (laughs) Number four is how do we stay consistent? You know, once we get these routines and these non-negotiables, once we figure out these non-negotiables, once we figure out how, like what we need to get done each day. And once we build these routines, how do we stay consistent with prioritizing our health as moms, wives, daughters of the King, and, you know, wanting to be our best self and also, you know, our faith 
and, and just how do we stay consistent with that? What would be your advice or your expertise on that subject? <laughs> yeah. So the thing here, cause we can be really good at starting and then fade out. And then we just throw in the towel, like, Oh, I, I can't work out. I can't do it, whatever. So the thing is, it's going to sound opposite to be consistent. You need to change it up. Mm. You need to be flexible. So if you are like, okay, this is my workout routine. This is what I'm doing this time of day. This is what I do. And you start missing some days or you start feeling a little bored with your routine and you start Mm. falling off. It's not a sign that you can't do it. It's a sign that you need to change it up. So try a different type of workout style, try a different time of day, like just mix it up. And again, like in the scripture, like do it a different time of day, or you're struggling with that. I'm in Leviticus right now, man. People oh. pray for me. Like <laughs> um, That's my least favorite book. Yes. Bible. Bible through the year. So I'm, I'm, I'm holding out, but like, don't be afraid to definitely pray into it of like, okay, what change do I need to make? Um, to keep going, but that's the thing. And here's my one like takeaway is to remember my, my phrase I like is to facilitate the core goal. Your, your thing, the end all be all is not that you do this specific routine, this workout every single day, like no matter what, it's that you want to be healthier. It's Mm -hmm. that you want to get stronger. That's the core goal. There are different ways to get there. So that is my challenge and reminder to don't get stuck on the method, get stuck on the goal. That is, I love that. I'm going to steal that quote from you. (laughs) No, no, no. I won't steal it. I'll quote you. I'll quote you in it. So, um, I love how you said like facilitate, you want to facilitate the goal. Like the method doesn't really matter because all the methods they're basically tools. The same thing with our nutrition, with, you know, deciding what kind of routine we're going to do, what kind of workout. And if, let me just tell you, if I was so stuck on the method these last few weeks, I would have thrown in the towel on going to the gym exercise because it was like, either I was not feeling well, or my little one had a cold or, and I just kind of had to go with it and just walk into the gym twice Mm -hmm. last week. And I had 27 minutes to work out. And was it going to hit my you know, it, it wasn't going to hit what I wanted to do and what my lifting goal necessarily was, but my overall goal to be healthier and to move my body was definitely going to be met. So I think that facilitating your goal and the secret, I think you just told me the secret and you told the audience the secret about staying consistent is being flexible. That is absolutely brilliant. Yes. And I've never thought of it like that before. So I want to thank you, Julie, for that golden nugget. (laughs) I want you all to think about that. (laughs) And let me know what you think. Keep it easy. (laughs) Right? Let's keep it simple. Let's be flexible. And it's going to make our lives a lot simpler and maybe not easy, but a lot more smooth, let's say. Yes. (laughs) Yes. And we are actually almost out of time. So, Julie, thank you so much for being here today and for sharing your expertise on just planning and scheduling and how to fit and prioritize our health and our faith. Where can somebody find you if they wanted to, you know, I know you have a podcast. Will you mention that and where people can see where you're at? 
Yeah. So the easiest way is you can head over to mommadeplans.com and there there's the link to the podcast and to my productivity printables, just for some easy ways to um, write things down. That's my main, main thing to get it done. So yeah. Follow me along for the journey. We're all in it together. Figuring this awesome. out. So. No, I, and I <laughs> love the name of your show because I'm a mom who loves to plan and sometimes I don't do it that well. So I will definitely be checking you out and thank you again for your time. If this episode motivated, inspired, or challenged you, will you share with a friend? I would be so grateful if you could leave Reps and Redemption and Apple podcast review. This is the only way I know you like the show. Please join the Facebook group for accountability and community. Link in the show notes. Be bold, mama, and live well. Until next time.